Shall we start? Let's start. Hi, Mandana. We're finally doing this. Yes, we are. It's like take 482 (laughs) almost. (laughs) And this is our pilot. So we're finally starting. Yes, thank goodness. So welcome to everyone who's listening. Hopefully people that we don't know and people that we do know. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast, All of Our Stories. We started this because we love stories and we love discussing things together about life and we realize that doing that really helps us get through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. including changes. And that's where the idea came for for the theme of our of our podcast. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. We wanted to talk about the positive aspects of change, the not so positive aspects of change, how change can help people heal how it can bring us together and how we can learn from each other's change. Absolutely. Like these are times where everything feels like it's changing all the time. And personally, we're going through our own changes. And we thought this idea would be helpful for people to, like you say, just feel connected in some way, realizing we're not alone going through changes. A lot of people go through the same kinds of changes. And and the way we deal with those sometimes can inspire us or make us approach things differently maybe and hopefully help people exactly right so let's get to the exciting stuff soul because i'm dying to ask my questions and um you had the great idea that we would ask each other three questions related to change and these are not questions we prepped for before so you don't know what I'm asking and I don't know what you're going to ask so this is really unscripted and there was no limits to what kind of question we ask. You're right no limits in terms of the type of question it just had to do with change somehow. Exactly so do we do like one one let's do one one yeah sure let's do that I like it. Do you want to go first? Okay so you want me to ask you first? Yeah and I feel like we should have some kind of music going on now. Maybe. Question. What change do you fear the most? Oh, wow. Damn it, you're going to have to edit some time for this thought process. (laughs) I know. eh? (laughs) It's a bit of a heavy question. I wonder if we can go back to our questions. (laughs) I know, I know. It's like, pass. Pass. Next question. The change I fear the... It's hard for me to answer that question because... I like change. So um, in general, obviously bad changes or changes that are forced upon you that you prefer not to go through are never positive, but uh, or you don't want to look forward to. But um, changes, what was it again? <laughs> that you fear the most. Or it doesn't have to be that maybe that you fear the most, but just generally a change that 
you're apprehensive about or you're anxious about, then maybe by changing those words in my question, see what I did there? <laughs> From fear to something a little less intense. Makes it easier to answer. Yeah, maybe yeah, a change you're not looking forward to, a change that yeah, you're just weary of. Uh getting fat, is that really superficial? <laughs> I guess. Like, you know, I don't know, because part of me could be, you know, getting old is a change, but I don't think it's the the wrinkles, the white hair, that part of getting old. I think it's the change of my bone density and the fragility that comes when you get older with your body. That's a change I'm not looking forward to. I don't know if I fear it. I'm just not looking forward to it. And it, uh, it kind of makes me nervous when you think of you'll have to watch, especially living in Canada with all the snow. Mm-hmm. You know, things you have to consider is stepping out of your house and not falling. Absolutely. Things that we take for granted now that we might not be doing so in the future right? exactly. as we get older. Exactly. That's a fair answer for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. So my turn. We didn't mention that our answers should be like around like what? A couple of minutes, not too long. Because we do, you and I tend to go into the tangents. <laughs> I did. We did. We did. It was max but that five was minutes. Good. Five, yeah, that was good. That was short. I'm impressed with your, your answer. It good. All right. <clears throat> okay, good. So I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. Yes, go ahead. Now I have to decide which one of my top three questions I'd like to ask you. Um... So it actually comes, you can see as a development from your last question. Why do we avoid change, in your opinion? Okay, interesting. So you're asking me, like, we collectively as humans, why do we avoid change? Yeah. like Not why, me personally. Not necessarily. It's a, we, hmm. a collective, okay, maybe I can change it to, why are so many people hesitant to make change or to live through change? That is a good question. I think like what comes to mind is comfort. We get comfortable. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean it can be a good thing. And the thought of change, yeah, it could make us worried about losing that comfort. Like I think about myself for example I like you enjoy the challenges that can be positive that come with certain changes obviously there's the negative and bad changes of life mm -hmm. but um, when it comes to making a decision that would require me to make a change there is that comfort maybe like would I lose that comfort um, another thing too that might make people hesitant to seek out change is regret like if i make this change will i regret having mm -hmm. made this decision should i have you know maybe stayed with what i had whatever the change is i like to think you know no regrets whatever happens mm -hmm. needs to happen and that's one but of the philosophies i try to apply but it is hard sometimes right like you inevitably end up sometimes with some regrets i think um, but i try to see it as something that you know, you shouldn't regret it is what it is. But if I'm thinking about the collective, as we were talking about, I think that would be one of the reasons. So the fear of... There you go. The, you said it. The fear of... The what? Fear. The word fear? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, it does come back to your question. You're right. 
afraid of losing your comfort, afraid of regretting. So at the core of all of that, why do people avoid change? Fear. From some sense of fear. Oh my God, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, yeah. It's all... Uh, That's my answer. It's all linked. Exactly. It's a realization I've been trying to grapple with as I take on more and more or decide to make more changes in my life. But okay, so... Okay, so it's my turn to ask my second question. So the three questions I came up with, the first two are pretty maybe heavy, if we think. And I, and I came up with like a lighter one for the end. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Did you ever change something about yourself for someone else? You know, uh, I don't think they were ever fundamental changes, like of who I am. I don't think people can really... They can try, and if they do, they're probably not happy about it. But uh, definitely, things I did were for someone else. So I made efforts to change habits, you know, to make someone else happy. You ever see that movie, Runaway Bride? Oh my God, I think so, but it's been a while. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll never forget it, because the story was that she would always eat the same type of eggs that her fiancé or boyfriend would eat. So she... He liked scrambled eggs. That was her favorite, scrambled eggs. And then she dated uh, another guy, and his favorite was sunny side up. Her favorite was sunny side up. So she always kind of did or or was changed herself to be what they wanted so that, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So did you change how you ate your eggs? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I, <laughs> I was think... going to ask you as a follow-up, like, first I... of all, that you've never said yes or no, so... What's your answer to that? I I just think of my last long-term relationship, not the current one. And the things I changed were eating habits. Oh, it was so hard. For instance, this is a very benign one, but eating later. Having grown up in Canada, you know, you get up and you eat. uh, You have dinner. You don't get up. (laughs) You have dinner (laughs) between 5 and 6.30, right? But in Europe they eat later so being with someone having been with someone who was european who was very stubborn (laughs) we would eat much later and that was very hard for me very very hard but that would be one benign thing were you looking for something more in depth than that no that's fine and it's and it's anything really like that you would change and it it could have been yeah a romantic partner it could be you know for a colleague or a job or who knows like just changing something about yourself or someone else but I like your answer and it's funny because and here we go into tangents I'm gonna try to (laughs) break myself but I come from a culture where we like super late like nine Mm -hmm. o'clock ten o'clock and even if I grew up here my parents kept that tradition I don't know if I would call it tradition but I kept up that that practice that schedule and it always conflicted with everything else around me because as you say, like there are, there's a certain followed schedule where you eat by a certain time. So mm-hmm. by the time everybody was done dinner, we weren't even like getting started mm-hmm. and that delays going to bed. And, and it's been a struggle for me trying to change that out of myself because I noticed that it's affecting my digestion. It's affecting my sleep patterns mm-hmm. as I get older. And, and it doesn't make sense living in this society to continue that if I lived you know in Europe or in South America where these 
hours and schedules were for everyone, it would make sense. But here I've noticed like this is a change that mm-hmm. I'm actually starting to implement. And it's a challenge to try to rewire my internal clock of when I'm supposed to eat. So that's an interesting answer. And I'm going to end my tangent right there. Well, your tangent inadvertently answered my second question. Oh, but you might want to choose a different answer, which is what would you change about yourself? Okay. One that I'm working on right now is changing my (laughs) schedule of like how I, how I scheduled my meals and how I eat. But this question can be related to anything. It can be related to your personality traits, your physical traits, the way you think, the way you move. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want me to go deeper. So that's that's fine. Okay. Deeper or a different superficial tangent? A different <laughs> superficial tangent. Um, oh, gosh. that's. It's interesting because asking that question forces you to look at things that you don't like about yourself that you would want to change. You would assume, right? Like, why would you make a change? It's because you don't like this. Um, really? Because I would, you could see it as, yeah, I guess you don't like it and you want to make it better. Yeah. Or, or it's not working for you. Like for example, more. the whole eating schedule, it's just not working for me. So I got to change it. Um, but yeah, I mean, something that I've been thinking a lot about is, is I would like to change and maybe this could be a deeper or a lighter answer, but my level of activity like I want to be more active. I find for many reasons, I've become really, I've slowed down a lot. Um, and yeah, I think that is something that I would like to change. And I'm hoping that changing the whole, you know, scheduling of my meals is just one piece of the whole puzzle mm-hmm. of that. Like changing certain aspects of my lifestyle will, it's like a domino effect, will kind of affect everything else. And I'm hoping I can become more active. And I'm sure there's deeper answers to that. Like, I feel like things kind of bubbling here that want to come up, but I'm not letting them. So I'm just going to leave it <laughs> I know, it I've that. got lots of tangents on my mind. But, I know, uh, I know. And I think I'm just going to leave it that. And that could be maybe a topic for another, another time. That was a really great question. Yeah, and that's so, my answer for now. I like that answer. I'm trying to hold back my tangents too. So, so we're down to the last questions. Okay. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Do you ever change things when you follow a recipe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like everybody might say yes, but I'll ask you the why to that. Okay. And there could be so different reasons why you would do that. I try depends there's sweet and savory recipes right so savory recipes i do whatever i want i tend to watch about five to ten youtube videos and read recipes before i start and i pick from each of them which makes it nearly impossible to duplicate most of my recipes um but then you know you get used to it you know what you're doing so you can do your traditional stuff mix in with new techniques but when i do cooking for desserts I see that as more of a science, like a chemistry, right? So I'm very reluctant to change. So what I would do is the first time I do recipe, I follow the rules and I follow what they say. And um, the second time, if it's good enough to make it a second time, (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, make my adjustments like, you know, okay, I like it, but I'm going to add different kinds of chocolate chips or, you know, less sugar. It's often less sugar. That's a tangent right there about how many American recipes 
have so much sugar in their desserts. Like it's it's a it's definitely something I have to adjust every time. Yeah, well, me too. I always lessen the amount when I'm mm -hmm. making making recipes. Sweets. Never the butter. I don't touch the butter. Oh no! Always add more. Exactly. <laughs> butter is good. Sugar is bad. That's my logic. Anyway. Okay. Um, that's right. good. You're Fair good. enough. Oh yeah. Okay. So you ready for your last question? I am. I I don't know if I classify this as a big question, but I think kind of. Hmm. What is the best change you've ever made in your life? The one that comes top of mind. Yeah, that is a big question. Top of mind right now because it's recent and fresh and because he's lying next to me is getting a dog, adopting a dog. That yeah. I feel, yeah, I've done yeah. a lot of good things. Like getting married was a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it I'm pretty sure he's going to listen to this. So. I, yeah, he's going to listen and he knows, he knows that that was a, a great change that happened to, to both of us. But um, but also it happened to both of us adopting this dog and because it's, you know, it's recent, it's been two years now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just today I was, I was telling my husband that he he feels this dog feels like a battery for love like he is he recharges my love batteries and every time you look at him it's like yeah it's an opportunity to just feel that love that that physical feeling that you get you know in your chest when you mm -hmm. love someone and something mm -hmm. um and he's my anchor he's gotten me through some very difficult moments in these past two years mm -hmm. and I can't imagine my life without having him and we say with my husband now like we're probably going to be dog people now for the rest of our <laughs> lives like we're probably going to always have pets he's the first pet for either one of us except for a goldfish which we both had when we were kids <laughs> which lasted a couple of weeks for both of us that's pretty good enough yeah that that's it like we've never had a pet and I always wanted a dog since I was little he never really was interested, but he went along with it when I when I decided this is something I needed to do. Um, and he's a rescue. He's a mutt, a senior. He comes with all sorts of anxiety, but he has come a long way in two years. And that saying, you know, the rescue dog rescued me is what it feels like. So mm -hmm. he was a great change um, in our lives. He is a great change in our lives. I feel like you're looking at him right now as you say all this. Yeah, I'm turning towards him. <laughs> I'm also looking at, I made this little art piece, a collage of, of a portrait of him and me together. And it's hanging up on the wall and I'm facing that. So I'm looking at that. So I have him everywhere. He's always there. <laughs> I have uh, another plethora of segue questions from that one, but um, that's pretty special. That's a pretty big change. And I feel like during these times, being COVID, you're not the only one that's made that big change. And I hope they all appreciate it as much as you do. Oh, I'm sure. Like I was told when I, when we first adopted him, you're going to see how your life is going to change and, and you'll be thinking, you know, what was my life like before? I don't remember what it was like before having a dog. And 
it's a change in lifestyle. It's a change in much like I'm sure for people who have kids, you're thinking mm -hmm. about another being, you know, and it's a, you have to take care of someone else, mm -hmm. something else in this case, a dog. So it's like, it's, it's so many levels of positive change and it comes with its challenges, mm -hmm. but those are good. And like I said earlier, at some point, you know, there's, those challenges are good to embrace sometimes mm -hmm. that come with change. So, yeah. So would you go along with my saying, which I actually wrote on my bulletin board the other day, change is good. Yes. I think that's a question we should ask all our guests. Yes. And it would be interesting too to ask why after asking that question. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. think change is good? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think it's not always easy um, in many ways, but I think uh, a lot of good comes from change, a lot of personal growth and uh, a lot of good comes from change. That being said, I'm out of questions. That's perfect. I thank you for your questions. Those were good. No, so are yours. And I like how we learn more about each other, about just one topic, which is change. And um, I also like how we kept back our tangents, which... Uh, is a change I, for us. It's a change for us. It is because it's uh, kind of our common banter. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people get that from this podcast, this first one, that we do tend to have a good banter. And I am really looking forward to meeting new people through this podcast, Soul. That's going Me to be too. a change. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited. Like getting to know parts of you <laughs> through these questions has made me excited to, to see where this goes. Same here. And um, so now we know that when we have our next guest or now we know that when we have our first guest, now we know whenever we have a guest that we have some key <laughs> questions to ask them. So I'm like, I'm so really done. I'm so sorry. I know you like that. Eh? It's I'm because like, now she's got it. Nope. Now she's got it. Nope. <laughs> it's because we can't see each other. Okay, like this is ridiculous. This I'm is here with a freaking butterfly in my face and my phone. <laughs> Did you just snort? <laughs> you snorted. I'm looking into a stocking, okay? <laughs> Whatever, because this is change. This is what it's all about, okay? Change is about, changes about adapting. And it is. It is. We're forced and to be apart, so we're going to adapt. We're adapting and we're making change sometimes the best way, which is slowly and mm -hmm. that we're not making huge investments. We're just doing what we want to do the best way we can and see where it goes. And that's a, if that means talking into a butterfly stocking thing <laughs> or um, what are you doing? A margarine with a stocking? margarine lid with a hole cut in it and a stocking over it. Yes. You know, it's called mm -hmm. humble beginnings, man. <laughs> that's what it is. Got to start somewhere. On yeah. that note, 
you're looking forward, you were saying to uh, to whenever we have guests to to ask them questions and to hopefully maybe have them ask us questions, right? I'm guessing that's where you were going with them. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting new people. And that's one of the things I love about life. And uh, I know, I hope it is for you too, because you're going to meet a lot of new people. Are you talking to me or talking about listeners? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are listeners plural because hopefully there's more than one out there. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. at this point well like everybody will have either just clocked out <laughs> or are hanging tap on out. to our every word tap out tap out tap out tap out <laughs> thanks everyone for having stuck around to this point hey no laughing straight up man keep well, it boring keep it boring no no that's not us we're not boring we may be many things but we're not boring i mean the title of our podcast come on all of our stories i know you know we've got plenty of stories to tell that we don't know about yet and other people do too and that's what we want to do with this podcast we want to tell stories we want to hear stories and i'm excited about what our next episode is going to bring it's still a bit of a mystery for everyone, right? Who are we interviewing and what are we going to find out? So we will reconnect on our next episode. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Mandana. This was great. It was wonderful. So to the next time. We should have like a nice sort of exit line. Be good, be kind. In Persian, they have good deeds, good thoughts, good words. I like that. Yeah. So remember, good deeds, good thoughts. Good words. Right. (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. Bye.